Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hello, blisters. Do you hear that sound? Oh, man. What could it be? What could it be? It's a brand kind of new show for your listening ears on the Retro Blist network of shows now. Uh, this will be Retro Blist. This is episode one of Retro Blist Pocket Reviews. Is that right? Am I getting that right? Just Pocket Reviews. <laughs> yes. Okay. Making sure. Making sure. It's on, it's on Retro Blist, so I guess that goes without saying. Yeah, uh, and this is where we will cover, uh, every episode will be about a handheld game. Will we find mm-hmm. some diamonds in the rough, some Aladdins, if you will, or uh, will we find some more Kenny X-Men? Who knows? That's what this show is for. We'll find out. I'm one of your hosts. I'm John in Townsend. I'm joined by Trevor Franklin and Tim McGowan and fellas. Uh, Trevor, I'll let you do the honors. What game? No, actually, Tim, you picked this game. You do the honors. Yeah. What game did we play today? Explain we, yourself, Tim. We, we played. Oh, no, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> we played the uh, movie adaptation Blade for the Game Boy Color. That's right. Blade, yeah. uh, the Wesley Snipes vehicle. Uh, one of the earlier Marvel films. And. Uh, real quick, Trevor, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume you've never seen any of these. I don't really even know what Blade is about. Except <laughs> it's um, it's Wesley Snipes, right? Yes. Yes. And he has a trench coat and a blade. That's all I know. I know more after the game, but not really. He hunts Kurt he hunts, Russell. <laughs> uh, there's a character uh, in the game that looks like Kurt Russell. That's yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't think it's Christopher Stofferson. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. that's who it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Blade basically is a vampire hunter, uh, and that's, that's what he's doing. He's hunting vampires. I can't remember if he's a vampire himself. I think he is, he right? Is. Yeah. He's half and half. His mom was bitten and dying yeah. when he was born, so he's, he's a, a muggle. Walker. He's like a... Yeah, they call like him a, a daywalker. Yeah, they call yeah. him a daywalker. Uh, my favorite Blade movie is Blade 3 because I get not only Ryan Reynolds, but Triple H out of it. So, uh, So that one's a winner in my book. <laughs> So in case you were curious, uh, I am. I'm. I'm thinking this game probably came out closer to the time of Blade Three. It came out in 2000. The first Blade came out in 1998. 2000. I forget how late Game Boy Color games were. Some of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2000. It also came out on the PlayStation. Apparently, I bet that's a very different game. <laughs> I kind of want to check uh, it out now. Yeah, and just as a heads up, I'm not really going to do like we're not going to do our segments and stuff. So I'm not necessarily going to look up. Wikipedia, I mean, uh, well-researched information on yeah. these games, unless I want to, but I was just genuinely curious. Um, yeah, 2000, so, and apparently it was developed by Hammerhead and HAL Laboratory. Is that the HAL Laboratory? It is. The makers of Smash wow. Brothers and Kirby. It is indeed. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. And uh, under the umbrella of uh, Marvel Activision. and Activision. Yep. Mm. And Activision Blizzard, is, who's just really hot right now. Oh yeah, beloved company. 
Yeah, we don't yeah. need <laughs> nothing bad ever happens there. <laughs> yeah, Blade two thousand. Um, they treat their workers so, very well. I've heard. Yeah, Blade so does. Intense, yeah, this is a dead sarcasm. <laughs> I've heard that Blizzard treats their workers as well as Retro Bliss treats their fans. That's I what I've heard. I would go into I would go record saying that we treat our fans way better than they. I was going to say that. <laughs> But that bar is pretty alive from what I've heard. <laughs> so, uh, We're getting in cancel territory. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, we played Blade. Uh, guys, I think it's time. Uh, uh, graphics, let's get into it. Tim, graphically, what did you think of Blade? Because you've played this game before, right? Before we uh, decided to play this for this show. Yes, I did. Um, honestly, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the graphics are actually pretty good for the Game Boy Color. Um, the sprites are colorful and they have some pretty good um, animation. Um, I mean, the uh, the menu systems are fluid and the graphic of Whistler or Christopher Stofferson, it looks like him. It almost looks like a picture. So I would say the graphics are pretty good. Yeah, my first reaction was, man, I kind of forgot how good uh, Game Boy Color games looked. I mean, even blown up on the TV screen because I assume all of us played this on our TV. My eyes are getting way too old for that 1.6 inch Game Boy screen, to be honest. I was on um, the SP. <laughs> oh, Thank nice. You. Yeah. God, that just makes me mad because I sold my SP. Uh, anyways, um, no, but yeah, the colors were very defined. Like it's like in my mind, I always remember the Game Boy Color being on par with the NES for the most part, visually at least. But I don't know. I think this is at least NES caliber as far as the, the colors and everything. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree, and also just so everybody knows, Trevor is uh, has a really old laptop, so he's trying his best. <laughs> just, just uh, if it's not yeah, sounding if it that sounds great, yeah. crappy, if this sounds crappy, then we'll just delete the whole podcast. <laughs> nope, it's going through all, all the time. episodes. I mean, not just this. Oh, oh yeah, every single one. Uh, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. with, I agree with you both. Uh, that's one of the reasons that I'm really excited to get to do a show like that. Well, to do our show in general, honestly, is just uh, when a game has really fun, bright sprites in it or or they at least look like the character they're trying to portray i get i get excited about it yeah. and this one does that like blade looks like blade uh it's 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 just a really fun looking game uh just the sprites and everything so i agree with you guys completely um obviously it's a game boy color so you're not going to get super duper uh, uber details in these things but yeah uh, definitely enough to tell what's happening on screen and they, and there's a lot happening on screen usually uh yeah we can't go any further without the first thing i noticed that happens on screen and that is decapitations and blood and gore <laughs> yes on a game boy color game on a nintendo system yeah yes it's pretty violent uh, yeah yeah developed by partially by how laboratories at that <laughs> so this was rated teen for the game boy color the playstation version was rated M. So we were barely um, wonder, emotionally old enough to play this. Exactly, yeah. Barely. I wonder what it was rated team for. I assume gore and violence. Because, yeah, I mean, there's blood and decapitations constantly. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much any time you uh, took out a vampire, their head was taken off, basically. Basically. Yeah. Or some kind of brain matter or something. Went yeah, some, yeah, some gore or something happened, for yep. sure. Yeah. But it wasn't to the point where... It wasn't like Mortal Kombat level of gore. No, because it didn't. It didn't. It didn't bother me. No, it was like just so cartoony and almost ridiculous. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowing it's a Game Boy Color game, uh, and because it's cartoony looking, it was a little surprising. But 
really actually got kind of locked in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same. Same. All right. Well, uh, anything else we want to say about the graphics before we uh, move on? I'm good with audio. All right. <laughs> well, I'm not really good with audio. Let's just get into that. Okay. Audio. I mean, Let's get into it. Uh, I will say this. As I was playing it, my first thought was, well, this music here is way better than the fishing game we just played. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Uh, oh man, you're dumb. <laughs> I say that. that I say that was not com- bad. I, I I say this with complete love for you. That's dumb. That's the dumbest opinion you've ever had. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I, I'm trying to remember. Like no, yeah, the. I think the worst thing about the fishing game is we only heard two songs, really. Nah, I think the music was better. Well, it was Sega Genesis compared to Game Boy Color, so better is a strong word, but I don't know. Yeah, to be fair to this game, I um, turned on a podcast really quick, but I felt like I didn't need to hear any more of the music. Like It was just kind of like, okay, this is what it is. I didn't hate it, but I didn't need to hear any more of it. <laughs> um, I... I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and uh, find the MP3 of this. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But I am saying that I thought it was serviceable. It was sort of trying to be like an, uh, a fast flowing action ish sounding soundtrack uh, to go along with the action on screen. And I thought it did that fairly well. And I stand by my guns that this music was way better than the fishing music. That's just my opinion and Trevor's wrong opinion. So, hey, fans, hit us up. Because this worked out in my favor last time. Oh no! On Facebook or Instagram, you get way more. Okay. Quick rant. Why do you get way more support? Because <laughs> I, I have good ideas. I'm and beloved. Are sad that you shoot them down. I'm beloved by just myself. Apparently, that's fine. Well, that's, that's why my I don't know this. Good. It may not even be that I have good ideas. I think people have feel sorry for me, and like like we're gonna take stand up for Trevor because he needs that. So you're taking pity away from me. I need that sweet yeah. sweet pity. <laughs> I still uh, have pity. No, but let us know. Uh, King Salmon or uh, Blade, which has a better music. I, I mean, those are definitely the top two of the generation, but I can't <laughs> No show or anybody in that matter have ever, ever, for any reason, discussed those two games together, ever. No. There's no reason to. Yeah. But no. we did. That's what we well, do. Tim, what did you think of the music? Um. Well, to be honest, I really didn't hear much for music because I was playing it, as I said, on my SP, <laughs> right, right next to an air conditioner that was pretty loud. So I'd hear the, I'd hear the like you know the beeping like between screens and stuff no. and the, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean it's quality beep. But to be honest, I can't really judge the <laughs> music because I don't really know. I didn't hear. I want that to be I, like one of the selling points of this game: quality beeps. <laughs> quality beeps. <laughs> I mean, you kind of raise a good point though because I think sometimes with the Game Boy games. They kind of knew that. Like, if you're on a little tiny Game Boy speaker sitting outside or next to an air conditioner, you're not necessarily going to hear every little tune. I definitely um, did not. But there, but, but I have found some Game Boy games that have some really nice soundtracks to them. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely possible. There's some, that's, there's some that still, like, took the craft very seriously. Yeah. And there's some that, like, this is a portable game. The music doesn't have to be all that great. Yeah. I kind of feel this one falls in that camp, but it wasn't terrible. I think maybe I'm just giving this more leeway because it's a licensed game in the you know in the early That's 2000s true. late 90s mm. yeah yeah graphically and audioly 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 i like that word yeah um 
it definitely rises above what I would expect from a licensed game from 2000 on the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. better. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Let's get into gameplay. All right, guys. I was telling you the game that this really reminded me of. Uh, and I'm so glad that uh, that Tim agreed with me. I don't know if, if Trevor did or not. Is Bayou Billy. And the reason is it's trying to be multiple different types of games in one. Because uh, I'm telling you, when I open a screen after I picked the level I was going to do, where it's like a trying to be a shooter, you're trying to shoot all over the screen, all the vampires and stuff, uh, which it has a slight learning curve, by the way. You got to get used to yeah, uh, yeah. How, how that cursor moves around and when to switch to the other gun and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, you do that first, and then uh, it turns into a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad comparison. Like, it's not the first thing I thought of, but then I'm like, yeah. Um, and let's just go and talk about that. The shooting gallery part. It's uh, if you played a, uh, is it called Cabal for the NES? The game where it's like behind. Yeah. Not Cabal. Yeah, it's, it is Cabal. It's Operation Wolf. Your character, Operation Wolf is a big one. Yeah. You're behind your character and just the, the cursor's on the screen. But like Johnny was saying, one of the buttons you just do shooting like left or right. But am I correct in that you have to press the other button to shoot like at the top of the screen? You're correct. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I never found a way to do that quickly enough, really. Like your D-pad moves the cursor when you're aiming like at the front of the screen or whatever. And I don't know. I found I had a hard time shooting fast enough when I was doing that. The, fir- the first time that I did it, uh, I got killed. And then, uh, then I discovered that you need to switch between the two depending on where the enemy yeah. was at. And mm-hmm. once I discovered that, I beat it every time. So yep. Yeah, you're right. Like I don't think I died a lot doing that. I just I just felt too slow. But I guess and, I still got it done. So it and fun. really the only ones that can hurt you are the ones that throw stuff at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're the only ones you really need to concentrate on. So you can kind of let some of them just kind of you know don't even have to worry about it because they won't do anything to you. Yeah. As most vampires are yeah, like those so uh, this is three different parts of a game, and I think you could almost review each part. My sort of mini review of the shooting gallery part was it works, but I was kind of done with them before they ended. Like I'm like, okay, let's move on to the next part now. Yeah, we yeah, live. In, y'all, I agree. We live in an era of um, having much better movement because we have uh, you know Joy Cons or whatever you want to call those. Yeah. And those things allow for way better when it comes to first person shooters or shooters, those allow for much better aiming and such than a D pad will. And that's just the yeah, facts. Yeah. Uh, so uh, doing it with a D pad is, is a bit of a hindrance when it comes to a shooting type of game. But I will say again, for making excuses for it. And I am for a licensed game boy color game in the, that's true. in the late nineties, uh, uh, I was, I was more. I, I thought it was all right. I thought it did a serviceable yeah. job for that. Absolutely, I agree. I th- I think if I had this cartridge and plopped it in my Game Boy, say ten years ago or something, I would have definitely been more impressed with all this. That is a good. I mean, it's a good thing to remember. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, hopefully, we'll discover as we do this pocket review podcast, because me and Johnny haven't really covered a lot of uh, uh, handheld games on the main podcast. But I think we'll discover there's some real gems. Yeah. Well, we can't say <laughs> um, that's that's copyrighted by another podcast. We can't. They're not gems. There's there's diamonds some real in the rough. Diamonds in the rough. 
Yeah. But I think it's also fair to say that, I don't know. I think you kind of set your expectations a little lower for handheld only games. Yeah. Um, but those expectations can be exceeded, which is the great part. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited. But the next part is just a more standard side scrolling beat em up. Yes. So let me, let me tell yeah. you guys about my journey here. Cause this is where I want to talk about it. I picked level one because you can pick between three levels, one, two, or three. So I just picked the first one. Yeah. And basically you're going through a building, right? And you're going left to right, beating up vampires, going into doors once after you do, and then seeing what's in those doors. And then there's sometimes there's a mini boss in those doors and stuff like that. And I was just mopping the floor with all these characters, like all these bad guys, including these mini bosses. I was like, man, I'm just destroying them where I would have most of my health when I would get to the boss. And every time I got to that boss, he would fly around the room and destroy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could not beat him. I don't. I And you actually even get your sword there. That's the first time you get your sword. And I couldn't do anything. I never, ever, ever beat that guy. He was very frustrating. Huh. Wait a minute. You're talking about like the first area where you go in those doors and sometimes there's just nothing. At the and very end. To fight. At the very end. Instead of going upstairs, uh, yeah. you know, you go into like a double elevator type door thing, and he's in there, and he flies around the screen. Huh. You know. See now, I'm wondering if I somehow missed that. And he kind of looks like um, he's got wings and stuff. If I'm right, Tim. Yes. Yeah. And oh you, yeah, 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 yeah. You may have missed it because that what happened to Johnny was happening to me. But at one of the points, you go into a room. And you beat a per you beat a boss, and he goes something about, yeah, if you go back to like floor two and go in that storage room, you're yeah. gonna find something. And if you do that, you get a pendant of something. Yeah. And then when you get to the boss, the boss is like, oh, and he pieces out, and you don't have to fight him. That's how I beat that level. Oh man, I remember Are the guy serious. I yes. remember that guy saying that, and I just was too lazy to go back. Are you serious? <laughs> See, I thought you had to go back, so I also went back and got the pendant. So yeah. I didn't have to fight him. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what you're supposed Johnny, to. I just did it. I was it thinking Johnny, like, I know he's not good at games, but or things I don't remember life. anything yeah. in this first level being that hard. That's why, because I never didn't have to fight him. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this try it one more time and don't pick up that pendant and have and best of luck. Wow. Best of luck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else we want to say about uh, this section, Tim? Um, The gameplay. Uh, Leveling up, it has an element that you can actually, after you beat a level, you go back what is called home and you can level up your character. And that is essential because I did that. You can level up your armor, your brawling, or they call it, I think they call it Kung Fu, um, your sword, your guns, and yeah. something else, I think. But, um, but that's really important because as the game goes on, um, if you don't level up your, your gun for the shooting gallery levels, uh, the guys use your guns, not powerful enough to kill them fast enough. And you die like instantly. So this game, yeah. it's almost like it's not an RPG, but it's got those RPG elements. And it's almost like you might want to know how to spec yourself, like what to level up before you wreck yourself, spec yeah. yourself <laughs> so before, before you wreck, you wreck yourself. yourself. Cause I was getting wrecked after a while. And it goes from kind of easy, just I'm punching, you know, very double dragon, like with the animations to the point where yeah. when, when they pause and they'll, the enemies will hunch over, it kind of reminds me of double dragons. Yes. So that was pretty cool. That's a really good comparison to that yeah. part. 
But uh, the game gets the game's difficulty ramps up very quickly. That's all I'm going to say, because I beat yeah. two of the levels. I think three of them. I beat the subway, the Chinatown and the um, the enemy base. And then I got stuck and I couldn't um, beat it. But right. Didn't Trevor said there's passwords, too. So you can go back to the level you're on with passwords. Yeah, I actually used a password. I just played like the first level yesterday and i'll use my password to start back again i do appreciate that especially for game boy game and of course in modern times you can just take a screenshot with your phone but the passwords weren't ridiculous um and i assume it saves the stuff you've purchased and leveled up as well um the the beat-em-up parts the only other thing i had to say is it's real simple obviously there's only two buttons on a game boy but one button is attack one button is block but you can also press up or down with either of those buttons and do some different things. Or we can press both buttons together get her, <laughs> together to throw your whatever that thing is, the blade, I guess. Um, I uh, oh, and apparently his roundhouse kicks are uh, the stuff of legend because those will decapitate a vampire. Yes. What did y'all think about? I don't know all that. Like it's, it's his got as much going on as like a turtle's beat him up, really. Um, for me, it didn't feel as good, but again, it's a handheld licensed blade game. I don't know. I wanted, I think I was surprised how good the beat him up parts did feel, but also like the shooting gallery parts. And maybe that's just because it was a single player beat him up. I was also ready for the level to end before it did every time. Yeah, I would agree with that. And also, I mean, it's it's not near the level of. The Ninja Turtle beat him up for sure. Oh no! But uh, or even Double Dragon. No. Uh, but uh, there is less platforming, thankfully. <laughs> Double Dragon. Yeah. Uh, I I will say to its benefit, though, I thought the beat em up section was way more fun than the shooting section. Yes. To, to me, definitely. Yeah. Personally, yeah. Yep. I thought they did I was a much better job through, with it. Yeah, I was ready to get through the shooting gallery parts to do the beat em up parts. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, yep. Anything else we want to say before we get into our final scores? Well, did we say, I guess, technically the third type of gameplay is the boss battles with the sword? With the sword, yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish you could get the sword at other times because the sword was kind of fun, mm-hmm. but you only have it on boss battles. But I don't know. It wasn't really that much different than the beat-em-up parts. Excuse me. <laughs> That's how um, it was retro bliss. I have a feeling, y'all, I have a feeling this episode is going to sound terrible, by the way. So nobody, nobody may ever hear this. Like, oh, everybody's here. My computer's this. just really screwing up. Yeah. Uh, everybody's here in this. Uh, but yeah, um, I think it's time for us to get into our final scores. Final scores for Blade for the Game Boy Color. Let's get into it. Who wants to go first? I'll I'll go first because I chose yeah, the game. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so I had tried this before, but it'd been a it's been a, a while, as Stained once said. Um I'm gonna go with as a licensed game based that came out two years after a movie before Marvel was like, that, that was around the time when Spider-Man and stuff was coming out. So, so Marvel properties weren't totally as McGuire. big then. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say the, uh, the game was definitely better probably than it had a right to be. So for that matter, and it was definitely innovative in the ways mm-hmm. I like the three different gameplay. And I feel like I do want to go back and play it because it has good elements to it. Um, 
I'm actually going to give it a six out of 10. I could probably, I mean, maybe a 6.5 just for the fact that it kind of came out of, no- I mean, I chose it because it was blade and yeah. it's just like, cause in, and, and you know, it's one of the better licensed games that I've played on a handheld system. I'll say that probably not the best, but we might find better ones. So Who knows? I'm going to say, I'm going to say six out of 10. All right, Trevor, you want to go? Yeah. And I think a six out of 10 is really fair. Uh, but I'm going to review this just like any other, other retro bliss episode. It's just going to be much. I can't speak tonight. It's going to be how much I enjoyed it. Um, I, so I'm not going to be like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should decide this on the air. Are Johnny, are you planning to skew your views a little bit because it is a handheld game? Like, well, obviously graphically, for example, when we play NES game, we don't expect it to look like a super Nintendo game. That's obvious. My, my well, plan. Like, are me- you going to do like a handheld tax, so to speak? Probably in my brain, even if I don't mean to. Yeah. Because uh, that's kind of part of what it is. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's really fair to compare this to like a, say, uh, like a Super Nintendo game. Uh, okay. So here, here's what I'll do. I, I think this is what I will do every time. I won't necessarily be easier on it because it's a handheld game, but I'll, I'll consider that. And so I think I am going to bump this up a little more than what I was thinking because this works pretty well as a handheld game because it's very segmented. And although I do think the levels are very monotonous, they are pretty short. And that password feature saves it as a handheld game. You don't have to blaze through this game in an hour, hour and a half, two hours, however long it takes. This password save. Now, battery backup would be even better. But I think the password saves it as a handheld game. And the fact that it's so simple helps it as a handheld game. I don't know what's going on with the story. There's a shocking amount of story for a Game Boy Color game. It's following the movie overall. Overall, it's trying yeah. to follow the movie. So, and I think it looks way better than I thought it would. The audio was just so forgettable; I don't even remember it. Um, I don't know. I think I'll, I think I'll stick with my five and a half. But Tim almost talked me into a six because it is impressive for a licensed handheld video game for sure. But I'm gonna stick with five and a half out of ten, which for a licensed <laughs> Game Boy Color Blade game is still surprising to me. Yeah, I everything you guys said, I very much agree with. Uh, the other thing, and this is probably skewing it for me, and this is me being honest, is the fact that it is a licensed Game Boy Color game uh, in the late '90s, and I, I think Tim said it best: way better than I felt it had a right to be. Um, you know, a lot of licensed game on any system, honestly, just uh, if they put any sort of uh, work into it, it's noticeable. And yeah. I think they did a fairly decent job uh, as a handheld game for this. If I had this as a game uh, handheld version and I was younger, I probably would would have played the tar out of this. So, yeah. Um, I was never a major Blade fan. He's all right. I don't hate him. He's fine. The movies are fine. I do like the third one quite a bit. But, um, so I have no nostalgia really when it comes to there. I've seen them. And they're okay. Uh, but I'm going to go with what Tim said. I'm giving this a six. I feel it's pretty good. So technically, this is Retro Blist uh, Pocket Reviews approved. And I'm going to approved. Pocket approved. I'm going to I'm going also going to throw this out since this is our episode one wink wink of this show. I want to throw this out, guys. If a game gets an average score from us three of uh, let's say nine or 10. 
If it's able to do that, then we have to claim it's a diamond. Okay. And that's how we'll, that a pocket uh, review exclusive thing or yes, retro yes. bliss wide. Okay. That's a pocket. Uh, yeah. Or we can Thanks. do it retro bliss. I don't honestly don't care. I, I think that would be a, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That would be a it would definitely deserve a diamond. A because that's an original idea and there's nothing else like that. Yeah, nobody's and ever B, done that. <laughs> no. And B, I think for a handheld game to average like a nine, it would have to really be something special. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. So which I uh, do plan to cover those eventually. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find some. Uh, right. So this is not a diamond, but uh, I think it's worth giving it a shot. Uh, I don't know how Might much this is. Topaz. Yeah. <laughs> and unless you're in Arizona, that stuff is not easy to come by. So there you go. Do you want me to uh, look at what this is selling for on eBay? Yeah, I go ahead. I assume and not a lot, but I've been wrong before. Yeah, we'll find it's out. 2000. How how late is 2000 for Game Boy Color game? Pretty late. I, I, yeah, I thought it was pretty late. Let's see. Blade Game Boy Color. This is live. It on is there. going for a little more than I thought. About twenty bucks for the cartridge only, twenty to twenty-five. More than I thought, which is probably because there is some quality to it. There is quality yeah. to it. Twenty to twenty-five is about the cheapest I'm seeing. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's worth that, but there are means of finding it. Wink wink, if you know what I mean. Uh, I wouldn't pay over ten dollars for the gameplay unless you're a big blade fan, then twenty bucks, sure. But that's yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so that was Blade for the Game Boy Color. Uh, our goal with this show is this to be the feeling, uh, or our goal overall, honestly, is to make this Retro Bliss uh, feed more consistent. That's our goal. We want to do that for all you awesome listeners that we have out there. You guys are so supportive, yeah. and uh, we've, <laughs> we're quite lazy, so we're, trying, <laughs> so we're trying to do better about that. Uh, so what we're hoping to do is, and obviously things can happen but uh one week you'll get retro bliss the original show and then the week after that you'll get retro bliss pocket reviews and that's our goal and that's what we aim to do and hopefully we're able to do that uh, we love all you guys and gals thank you for listening to us um also real quick the retro bliss patreon does have two exclusive episodes of pocket reviews on it once for um, what game did you guys cover? Konami, Konami Crazy Racers. That's right. And then Tim and I also, this one just is going up today, I think. Just it's did. Up is up now. Just did. Um, <laughs> Elmo and Grouchland. The Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> Were either of those games diamonds? Go listen and find out. It's only a dollar to listen to those. Uh, well, thank you to all our blisters out there who are patrons. And also just all you who just listen to support us. It's It blows our mind. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, Tim for Tim for Trevor. I'm Johnny Townsend. Until next time, something is where I, that's what I would say. Something smart here. I get I'm, that game out of your pocket. <laughs> right? Is that a game, is that a game in your pocket? Or are you just, are you happy, just happy to, to, listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>